This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, September 27, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 38 through 50. The message is by Father Ron Baird. In uh, the part I want to focus on, though, is that part where Jesus says that if your hand or if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. Or if your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. Or if your eye causes you to stumble, you know, tear it out. Now, that seems rather harsh, doesn't it? Um, and, and if by stumble we mean like trip, yeah, that would be a bit extreme. You know, just because you tripped, you should cut off your foot. But that's not the kind of stumbling that he's talking about here. What he's talking about here is that if you have a foot and it is preventing you from going down the path that God has called you to, you'd be better off to cut, better off if you just cut it off altogether and enter into heaven with one foot than to go into heaven with two feet or to hell with two feet. Now. With full disclosure here, I do have to tell you that he did not say hell. That is not the word that's being used here in, in the lesson. In the lesson, he says it would be better for you to enter Gehenna with one foot, or enter he- heaven with one foot than to go to hell. Let me get this right. Be enter, better to enter into heaven with one foot than to go to Gehenna with two feet. So if you live in Gehenna, I'm sorry. I didn't name the place. <laughs> They keep telling me it's named after an Indian creek, and I keep going, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, It's an interesting coincidence, I guess. Um, But the word he's using is Gehenna. Now, why is he talking about Gehenna? Um, You know, what's that got to do? Well, it's really the Valley of Hymnon is what um, he's referring to. And the Valley of Hymnon was just outside the gates of Jerusalem, and it was where they took all the garbage. And so any waste, any dead animals, any... You know, thing like that. They, they wouldn't leave it in the city because it was obviously going to make people sick. So they would haul it all out and dump it down this hill into this valley. And there they would set it on fire. And Jerusalem is a very old city. So this had been going on for so long that basically the fire never went out. I mean, it just burned constantly. And what didn't get burned up by the fire, the worms came and ate it up. And so when he was using this term, Gehenna, it was a, a a very clear and strong imagery of what he was referring to. It would be better for you to end up with one foot than to end up there. You know, that's not wise at all. Or to end up with one hand or one eye. And all too often, though, we look that over and say, well, okay, you know, I kind of get the gist of it, but he's speaking metaphorically, correct? I mean, that's, that's what we'd like to assume anyway. But actually, no, he wasn't speaking metaphorically at all. And uh, this summer, and I know many of you have had this experience too, when Judy was diagnosed with breast cancer, I know that one of our first things was, what do you think we wanted to do with that cancer? Cut it out, yeah, I mean, get, it, get rid of it. We wouldn't, didn't want it to be here anymore, go away. Um, and so it's kind of a normal reaction, isn't it? That something is going to kill you, to destroy you, to want to get rid of it. And that's what Jesus is saying that we ought to be able to see the kingdom of God like. Those things that are preventing us from making our life such that we will enter the kingdom of heaven ought to be things that we're willing to get rid of. Things that we're, even at whatever cost. Now, I can tell you surgery is not fun. I can't imagine anybody wants to undergo surgery. 
you know, and if you, certainly if you've undergone chemo or radiation or any of those things, they're not a good time. But you're more than happy to do it if it gets rid of the cancer. Well, that's what Jesus is telling us about our own bodies and our own fleshly habits, is that those things in our lives that cause us to stumble away from the path of God, not just temporarily, but on an ongoing basis that will prevent us from ever getting there, we would be better off to do without them. You know, let me give you an example of somebody that he ran into that had that problem. Um, do you all remember the rich young man? You know, and he, he, Jesus said, you know, he said, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of heaven? Obviously, he's interested in the subject, right? So Jesus says, well, you know the law. What does it say? He says, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he said, but I've done all this since my youth. And it says Jesus loved him. And he said, well, there's only one thing that you're missing then. Now, don't you wish Jesus would tell you there was only one thing you were missing? I mean, <laughs> that sounds really good, doesn't it? But he says, there's only one thing that you are missing. Go and sell everything that you have. Give the proceeds to the poor and come and follow me and you'll be in the kingdom of heaven. Now, what happened to that young man? Yeah, he went away very sad. That was more than he could do. You know, what Jesus asked was too much. That's a perfect example, though, of someone who, who allowed his wealth and his prosperity you know, to keep him out of the kingdom of heaven. Now, we're not judging a man. We don't have any idea what happened to him later. But it certainly was hurting him then. And perhaps for eternity, we don't know. And so that's the point that Jesus is trying to get across to us, is that every day of our lives we need to be examining ourselves, examining our souls, examining our consciences to see what are the things that I am not doing that God wants me to do? What are the things that I am doing that God does not want me to do? What are those things that are preventing me from becoming the perfect creation that God intended me to be? And then we need to start working on it. And if absolutely necessary, we need to cut it out. You know, hopefully we can resolve most of those things without doing that. But if we can't, then even if it takes going to the extreme to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, then we would be better off doing that. Because otherwise, what's the option? We get to spend eternity in Gehenna. Some of you may have already been spending eternity in Gehenna. I don't know. But, but the problem is that would you rather you know, die forever in order to hold on to a temporary pleasure? Or would you rather live forever?